Hello? Hi, Dustin. Hey, Autumn. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. First of all, let me just say thank you for joining. We know you're really, really busy with rehearsals and everything going on, so we appreciate you really taking the time to talk to us today. You're welcome, of course. Well, and officially, I guess uh, this is the official welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Yeah. So. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me say this first of all. Uh, You've been killing it lately. I mean, we've been talking and we've been getting ready for the show and, and get doing the research. And of course, we're all huge fans anyway, so we know. But I mean, you ended 2018 with uh, your last Hallmark movie, which was the highest rated show on cable on the night that it premiered, mm. like 2.4 million yeah. viewers. Yeah. Then you made your directorial debut uh, in New York with the musical reading of uh, City of Light, which was awesome. You starred in the hottest scripted podcast in the country. America 2.0, and now you're like kicking off 2019. You did your second directing, right, with uh, a musical reading of Modern, right? I think it was. You got the Hallmark movie coming out, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. And you're headed back to the stage in an acting role, right? Busy lady. Correct. Exactly. I'm on my way to rehearsal right now. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of been nonstop now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, we're all just huge fans here. And to see the success that you've been having, it's just been awesome. Thank you. It's really, it feels really good. I feel very creatively excited right now. And um, that doesn't always happen. And so it's, it's nice to be in, in that place in life. Absolutely. And, you know, it's one of the things we talk about here, too. And then we're going to obviously we want to talk all about the upcoming projects. But I think that one of the things that really resonates well with all of our listeners, because in case you didn't know, we have a ton of Autumn Reacher fans who listen to the show. They're like more than excited that you're on right now. Um, They it, it I think it's for the same reasons that we're all huge fans. When you are so inspirational, your posts and and you're you're huge on social media on Instagram, and I feel like you, when you hit these strides that you're hitting and and you're in a happy place and you share these stories of of what you're going through and how you're getting, I think it's so inspirational for the people that follow you. Um, and, and you kind of like, Hey, if you're having a bad day, it's okay. It's going to d- do this and that. I, I think that plays a huge part into why you have such a huge fan base. Oh, thank you. That makes me feel really good. Yeah, I, I think it's, a, you know, I think that I'm always sharing what I'm going through, you know, like if I'm having a hard day, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll post something motivational because I need to be motivated. <laughs> like if, I, if I need to be motivated, there's gotta be other people out there who need it today too. You know, we're all part of a, the same collective. So. Absolutely. And again, I I just, I really appreciate, and I know, I know everybody like that you're so real. Cause I mean, you know, people, I got to assume like, well, if Autumn's going through it, then it's okay for me to go through it. You are a genuine real person. And I feel like that, that again, resonates so well with, with your fans. Yeah. Very much a people person. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I think that's why Hallmark is such a perfect fit. Let's, I mean, let's, let's, let's jump into this. Mm -hmm. Uh, your eighth, film for hallmark i mean that that's crazy first yeah. of all eight films i know eight i can't <laughs> believe it it's so exciting yeah my goal is to get, get to at least 10 that's my goal there you that's go. your goal i i think i think you got it because if uh, <laughs> at least from the fans we've heard from like if you don't do a follow-up to a country wedding things are going to get ugly i just i just I i'm know. <laughs> I, let me let me let me tell you. I've taken that idea to Hallmark, and uh, there was a positive response. So I, that's what I'm hoping to see happen as well. Oh, that would be incredible! And I, I'll tell you what. I mean, that seems to be the favorite amongst people. So I, I think, man, I, I'm excited for it. I, I, I can tell you that. 
Um, your last one was fantastic, though. Season for Love. Like I said, it was the mo- the most watched program uh, on its premiere night, and it just like it was booming, and it was it was really fun. First of all, it made reference to the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm a huge Dallas Cowboys <laughs> fan, so <laughs> so I was loving it right there. Uh, but yeah, it, it just and this one has a kicking theme too, right? Coming out, uh, the, it, it has yeah. a kicking theme as well. Yeah, in the one this summer, I was a chef, and in this one, I am not a chef. I don't cook. I just work in the food business, and Cabin is the chef. Right, and it's um, called uh, Love on the Menu, right? Yes, it used to have a different title, so I was like, "What is it called now?" It's called now called Love on the Menu. Yes. Awesome. And so you're like, uh, I hope I get this right. You could correct me if not, but you're like this corporate raider type person who wants to like use his food in like a frozen food empire. Is that right? Something along those lines? Yeah. So I, I work at a frozen food company. I think I'm the head of product development and my job is to come up with like new ideas to keep, to keep frozen foods hot. Ha ha. Wink, wink. Um, (laughs) And there's a chef, I think it takes place in Seattle and there's a chef Hank Daniels, whose food I like, and I come up with this idea, like, let work with him to develop recipes that freeze well, that people can make at home. And so I approach him to go into business with me. We find out his um, his restaurant isn't doing so well, and so we start working together to get the restaurant up and running and to develop these products. And then, of course, we fall in love along the way. Because, of course. Of course. Yeah. It's a Hallmark movie. If you didn't, it wouldn't be a Hallmark movie, right? Exactly. <laughs> so... Okay, well, and you said, uh, did you, he wrote this one, right? He did, yeah, which is really cool. Now, he's on a Hallmark show, is he not? So he's got a huge following of people coming, yes. right? Yeah, he's on One Calls the Heart. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, we know we got plenty of hardies. I've yeah. seen the hashtag everywhere. Yeah, right? everywhere. Yeah. yeah, when you were coming on the show, it was like Hallmarkies, Hardies, and Westies, or um, Chessies were all <laughs> everywhere. So, um, I love it. Yeah, I mean, you're huge on Hallmark, and I'm pretty sure you're aware, but I mean, you have like this massive Hallmark following, yeah. so that's a good thing. Great. Makes me happy yeah. that people like these movies that we're doing. I'm well, really and happy. I wanted to talk a little bit about that too, because Hallmark itself has had just this massive growth over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's success in the cable industry has been huge it, yeah. from year to year. Yeah. It's it's in the top fifteen. Yeah. Um, the the countdown to Christmas is the only cable channel that's seen growth year over year. Yeah. Um, some films are bigger than uh, some sports channel viewers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and I think that has a lot to do with because I, I think I saw Mr. Abbott say once that he bills Hallmark now as the happy place. Yeah. Like, and with all of the stuff and turmoil and kind of stuff that we're going on within society today and the world today, this is a place you can come and you're just going to find happy, uplifting, good stuff. Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, so so much of the way that the news works is on fear, is on watching, you know, making mm-hmm. us afraid of each other and yeah. making us afraid to live in the world. And I think that we're we're oversaturated with that. And you can turn on Hallmark, and there's not you're not going to get triggered by something. You're going to be soothed. You're going to get to just like take a breath, like from life. Life can be pretty hard. It can, and you can be. Go to Hallmark and just like. You know, have a glass of wine or a cup of tea and sit down with anybody in your family and be able to just be for a couple hours. And I think that's really valuable in today's day and age. There's so much uncertainty and negativity out there. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think you you nailed it. You can sit down with your family because there's not a whole lot of family entertainment no. these days where you could just anybody, you know, mm-hmm. it's young girls, young boys, husband, wives who can all just sit together and enjoy something. I mean, so it, it's really nice to be able to have that outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 
And I mean, you're killing it. Like I said, eight of them. So, I mean, yeah, I exactly. guess people like you. Just a few. Just a few. Yeah. It's so funny because um, I cut my hair finally earlier this year. I've done two of these movies with my hair short, and my hairstylist was at um, a hair convention in, I want to say, like Iowa or something. And he was taking questions from the audience, and one of the ladies raised her hand and was like, Are you the one that cut Autumn Racer's hair? <laughs> <laughs> long. She's like, I watch Hallmark and I want her hair long again. Oh, oh my man. gosh. So, I don't know, people have opinions on that. For the they, most part, I've gotten really positive feedback. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. All the comments that I always see is everybody saying how much they love the short hair, yeah. but apparently not. Not everybody. <laughs> that's, I know. They, they wait until my hairstylist travels, and then they're just going to, like, you know, throw it out there. Right. Yeah, attack him. <laughs> I... I I love it though. You you've kind of changed up your whole look, not just the hair, but the the style and like yeah. I think it just reflects the change you're kind of going through in life, and you can see it making its progression throughout. And I, I think it's a fantastic thing. Thank you. So okay, you're you're getting ready to hit the stage again, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been really, really. I don't think I've done. I mean, I do thrilling adventure hour where we would. Um, you know, we have stage performances, but they're more like concert readings where you're holding your script the mm -hmm. whole time. Right. Yeah. And it's minimal rehearsal and it's a great opportunity to get back on stage. But it's completely different than um, than doing a full run of a play. And I think it's been like 15 years. I grew up in theater, but I have been fo so focused on film and television and uh, starting a family that it, that it was not a possibility to you know, takes take multiple months out of my schedule to do that. Right. Um, until now, I feel like life's starting to settle down a little bit. My boys are five and seven. Like I have a little bit more of the space um, to do that. And mm -hmm. it's been really, really fulfilling, really challenging, um, but really fulfilling. Well, that's good. And it's called too much sun. Right. And, uh, so yeah. yeah and yeah, it's exciting because, so yeah. it is a play. It's not a musical. It's a play. It's a play. It's um, it's a Nikki Silver play that had its premiere in New York off Broadway, oh, nice. um, like about three three years ago. Mm -hmm. And then there was some stuff that went on where they um were gonna go to Broadway and then they didn't, and so it hasn't been performed since. Mm -hmm. And we were lucky enough to get the rights to it for the West Coast premiere. Oh, so nice. this is the the first time I think that it's being performed since I want to say like. 2014 at, at an equity theater oh wow cool. that's awesome yeah. and it, it's got a, it's got a pretty good run it's going to run all through march and uh half through april right yeah at the odyssey theater in la awesome and and uh, towards the end we're going to tell everybody where they can find you and of yes. course to watch the movie tomorrow night of course of course uh, <laughs> um you you brought up thrilling adventure hour which by the way anybody who doesn't know you should go definitely listen to that yeah uh, she plays amelia Earhart, and it's fantastic battling nazis all different kinds of stuff yeah, right like it, it's really entertaining but um i wanted to bring that up because of america 2.0 this it seems like a scripted podcast type thing it is huge right yeah. now everybody's trying to jump on that bandwagon yeah and i think you guys struck gold with america 2.0 yeah um that that was like the hottest thing going for like ever yeah um by the way js says hi yes js says Aww, hi <laughs> i love him he's such a good guy he is he saw that we were interviewing he's like oh be sure to tell her i said hi okay <laughs> so congrats on that though i mean i in the whole political climate and everything yeah. that's kind of going on it was so refreshing to see something political that you could actually listen to and get behind and not get angry yeah. with yeah. you know yeah because it wasn't about taking sides it was about telling a, a story of mm -hmm. like hope and possibility and it wasn't um it wasn't 
partisan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we, we have to ask, I mean, and we were so lucky enough to come out to LA and see you guys at the America 2.0 premiere and everything. And that was incredible. Um, everybody involved with that project is just like the nicest people. Yeah, ever. seriously. Um, and promote <laughs> each other like crazy. I know you're like number five, I think of the America 2.0 yeah. that we've had on the show. Um, so that's pretty awesome. It. But um, what I want to say is, I think everybody's kind of hoping for a sequel because, you know, it was pretty popular and I, I would love to see it as a TV show, yeah, honestly, honestly, as a series. So, yeah. I mean, would you be on board with that? <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, the people always ask me things like, if they rebooted the OC, would you do it? I'm always like, I'm, I'm up for anything. That's kind of like the exciting thing about my career. I never mm-hmm. know what's happening. I, I couldn't tell you if they are going to make it into a TV series or not. Um, but uh, you know, given, given the right set of circumstances, most things I'm like, yeah, sure. But you know, we'd have to see if, if they make it and they're like, Oh, but we're shooting it in, I don't know, somewhere very far away over Christmas. Then mm. maybe I would say no. Right. Like, you never know. <laughs> like, listen, there's that priority thing again. Exactly. So yeah, you know, exactly. that, and that's good. That's a great thing though. I can't imagine Seth without his chief of yeah, staff though. You exactly. gotta, you gotta, they need, they need to make that work if they do move forward with it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she's gotta be there. Uh, yeah. Oh, she was, she's, and plus I want to know what's going on with the reporter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they kind of put that out there and we yeah, got to know. Like, mm. So, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you've been doing a lot of work. I mentioned that you made your uh, directorial debut. So you, you've kind of moved behind the camera a little bit too. How was that? What was that like? Were you excited? And, and now we know you're pitching to Hallmark, yeah. so that's good. Could we see you maybe doing some behind the scenes stuff with Hallmark as well, behind the camera? Sure, I would definitely be open to that. That's uh, directing for me is a long term goal. It, um, it's you know there's a lot that goes into it that um yeah. that I'm in the learning process of at this point. I'm not like trying to push that really hard right now because because I do have so many commitments as an actor and as a parent too. So, um, but that's a, yeah, that's a goal of mine for sure. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up, the, the parent, because I, th- I think that's, what, again, why you have a lot of fans. Uh, I mean, you are so inspirational, so many women, because you're out there and you're just killing it. You, you, never once does it appear like you ever are not there for the family. All the all the posts that you make with the boys. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, you're clearly wholly, fully involved as a parent and working. And I think that, I mean, so many women out there look at that and go, well, yeah, it can be done because I think a lot of people fear, like, if, do I have a kid? Do I not? Can I do this? And I mean, we talked about right at the beginning of the interview, how busy you've been over the last year or so. And yet not once Mm -hmm. have you neglected on the, on the parenting side of it, which is huge. Yeah, it's definitely challenging. You know, I think anybody out there who's a, who's a working parent is just, it's, it's a huge challenge. And I think, the thing for me is being present where I am. Um, like I used to try and like be with my kids and like answer emails Mm -hmm. and it was just, it was stressful. And if anybody who's a parent knows, like the second you get on a, on a phone call around your kid, that's when they need to talk to you. Like they've been ignoring (laughs) you for the past hour. And then the second you get on a phone call, they're like, mom, mom, mom. So I just, um, I stopped trying to do both. And it basically, it, it means you, sacrifice some things like there are just times where I'm like no I'm not available to go on that meeting because I have my kids in that in that time Mm -hmm. and so that just it it's it's made everybody's stress level go way down to just be where I'm at and to be realistic and honest about my limitations with the people in my life to not try and please everybody 
Um, and to just go like, sometimes I have to tell people, I'm like, I'll see you in three months. Right. Like, I literally <laughs> do not right now because of my commitment to my kids and these projects. And mm-hmm. that's where, what's bringing me life and joy. I'm like, I like literally we can go to lunch in three months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you yeah. have to be willing to, to disappoint people in, in order to, to serve these things that, that are high priorities. Right. And for me, that is being a good parent and, um, you know, being the best artist that I can be. I, I, lo- I love that. You have to be willing to disappoint people. Mm-hmm. That, I think that's so, that's a great thing. Cause I think a lot of people have a hard yeah. time doing Honestly, that. Honestly, I wish more people would. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's like you got, you just need space away every exactly. now and then like, nope, I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. So, oh, um, so yeah. So what, what's coming up? We got the movie coming up. Uh, what's, what's the future look like for you? What, what do you have going on beyond the play? Beyond the Hallmark movies, we know you said you want to try to do ten, and you pitched one. But what what's it looking like for you? Um, I mean, I've got the play for the next couple months. I'm finishing up a movie that I started last year called La Llorona that we um, shot it down in Mexico. Oh, nice! And um, didn't finish. We have some underwater work to mm. do. Oh, cool! Uh, wow. Yeah, that we need to do here in LA and so I'm I know I'm gonna do that at some point this spring and then the, the play I think runs until the end of April um and then that's the kind of I mean that's what's exciting about my career is yeah. you never know what's coming next because you could be like oh I'm not doing anything and then all of a sudden you know you're in Mexico or right. you're <laughs> South America that you just you just never know yeah. um and, it, and most of it happens really quickly so we'll see. The next, I know that I'm basically spoken for for all of spring. There you go. And then, <laughs> yeah. um, would like to do another movie for Hallmark this summer, and then we'll very see. cool. Oh, absolutely. And then hopefully that that follow up to a country. When yeah, you know, you know. Uh, well, I, I should say though the movie that you just mentioned that you were filming that uh, the, the Hallmark fans are going to love that one because there's a, there's another person from the Hallmark that you've done what two movies with, correct? Oh yeah, Antonio's in it. Antonio yeah. Cupo I've done two um, two Hallmark movies with. Very He's nice. in but it's very different. It's very dark. It's a horror movie. Right. Like, wow. Let's <laughs> Yeah, if you, I'm not like if you love Hallmark movies, you'll love this scary supernatural <laughs> Um No, it's very, very dark. Um, and but sometimes also, again, like I need to go and do that type of work because, like, just to stretch myself as an actor too. Absolutely, Valley Valley of Bones, a great example. I yeah, mean, that was exactly. like a, a hardcore drama that was totally yeah. away from the romantic comedy type stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, and my character was not a not a very likable character. Certainly not a heart centered. Um, character like most of the the Hallmark characters are. Right. She was very closed, yeah. and um, that was a good challenge to be like, okay, how do I how do I play this character who's the lead of this movie who's mm-hmm. not particularly likable? Yeah, and doesn't want to be liked. She's very walled off, um, and that was a great challenge. Yeah, that, that the first scene early on with the son, where it's like yeah. she could like really, oh, the son doesn't yeah. want to talk to me. Oh well, yeah, kind of exactly. exactly. <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is different. But yeah, yeah it was it was yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, it was honestly yeah. really crazy because getting prepared for this interview, we were watching like different clips of what you've been in and stuff, and we watched the George Lopez episode <laughs> where you were a bully, and we thought that was just so weird because you're like the nicest person ever. Yeah. <laughs> you give her, you give her a good shove here. Yeah. This pillow. I was like, what is this going on? Like, I forgot. Yeah, and I, there's so much. I was on 
this show that was short-lived when I was uh, playing teenager is still called Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. Yes. I was a bully on that one, too. And my line was something. I was teasing the main girl, and my line was like, hey, zipper girl. <laughs> so, like, that's all I remember from it. And yeah. like, that was the insult. Oh, you know, my gosh. Like that's great. WB show, I think. And yes. I was like, hey, zipper girl. Oh, you have no Why idea. You, you have no like idea. That. The fanboys just went crazy. Yeah. I just went crazy because I'm, I'm a geek. I'll admit, I'm a comic geek. Birds of Prey was an awesome show. I hated that yeah. it got canceled. Oh, my God, so. you know it. Oh yes, God, of course funny. I know it with Black Canary and Batgirl. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Like, I was, yes, it was huge. And I'll tell you what else. I, it was awesome to see you with another, like, fanboy geek moment. Uh, Kevin Weissman and Human Target. Oh, my goodness, I went back yeah. and watched Human Target. Oh I watched it. Yeah, when it was first on, but then I was streaming it again, and I was like, "Oh, wait a minute!" I Autumn's no in here. Yeah, Autumn's in it. I didn't even realize, but so I mean, now he's on like a, a Marvel show with a bunch of my other friends, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah Runaways. Runaways. Oh, now she's yeah. really killing it with yeah. the fanboys. We love Runaways too. She really so, is. And I'm sure you saw. We all, all of us here, we were like when they announced that they were cast in Lois on Supergirl. We're like, yeah. please, please. Yeah, we please, were pushing for like, you. Like, uh, you guys are sweet. You would definitely be a kick-ass Lois Lane. Yeah, There's no definitely. doubt about it. I mean, that, that would be kick-ass. <laughs> so okay, fanboys are checked. Right, Hallmarkies right. are checked. One, what else do we? One, have? one more fanboy reminiscing about some of your previous characters. I just got done watching Entourage, and man. Oh. Oh, Talk yeah. about a strong female character when she's sticking up to Ari. That was just epic. Lizzie yeah. Grant. She, she's my favorite, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> Liz, Lizzie Grant, I think, is my favorite character of all time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the way, yeah. The, just yeah, just brilliant. your interaction with Piven was just honestly amazing. I loved that. It, that was so much fun. I, I learned a lot from playing that character, too, because she was so outspoken and sure of herself mm-hmm. and that that was not how I felt in my life during during that period of time. And so I learned a lot from, from stepping into her shoes. Yeah, Very Lizzie, nice. Lizzie didn't take any shit. No, she did it. <laughs> she was like, not going to do she it. She was like, listen, you did this to me, so I'm going to expose you to the world. And, yeah, and- exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Deadline? Yeah. What? Uh oh. But um, we 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 have to because I mean we can't do an interview without you and not mention because fans would cut the OC. The OC. Obviously. I mean, I think everybody Taylor Townsend, right? Uh, it's like insane the amount of people that you have that that are fans of yours and follow still to this day from the OC. Yeah. Thank goodness. I know that show meant a lot to a lot of people and mm-hmm. sort of that character and so. I feel really lucky that I was a part of it. Yeah, I, I mean, huge. And and who knew, right? He ended up on a fanboy show of uh, Gotham. Yeah, uh, Commissioner know? Gordon. Yeah, Ben. Oh, yeah, ben, that's yeah. right. So it's all connected. Exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah, that, that, that was hilarious. She posted the other day or something like with the robe. And it's like, didn't I wear this in OC? And it just blew up. Yeah. OC, You're OC, like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my and I suddenly, man. I was thinking about that when I was wearing it. I was like, why do I own this? Because it's not my style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had it forever. And I was like, what? We're on Earth, and then I was like, I think this has to have been from a show. Oh my goodness! This has to have been from a show, and then I suddenly was like, I think this is from the OC, and luckily everybody confirmed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> quickly. Yeah, yes, it's this episode. Yeah. This episode. I was like, wow. Oh, um, so good. I know, and the costumer from the show confirmed it. Oh, oh. Yeah, on, uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Too, Claire, you would know. Yeah, you would. <laughs> and then she sent you the bill. No, I'm, hey, just, kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, 
Also, though, I, I want to bring up too for people who don't know because, uh, and they should be following you on Instagram if they don't. You are a fantastic photographer. Yeah, seriously. Um, the the, the oh, pictures you. that you post are just absolutely beautiful. You really have like an eye to capture this stuff. Yeah. It's one of the things I love the most following it is seeing all the yeah. different locations when you're filming or just on vacation yeah. and these beautiful shots. Oh that my you goodness, get. the bookstore one. Was, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. Was the really bookstore cool one. one was epic. Yeah. Um, but just yeah, when Thank you're in you. the mountains or wherever, you just have a real eye for it and and keep doing that please because and there's an avenue there too you could totally be behind a camera somewhere that's what i love about instagram too i love being able to communicate visually i mean i was an artist first i was trained as an artist growing up and i had an art scholarship and um, my dad was a photographer and i took a lot of photography classes and so i always thought that was um something that I would pursue, um, but then obviously went follow the, the acting route. And so it's been really nice with the invention of Instagram Absolutely. to sort of get, get to share that side of myself with people too. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. You could definitely, I mean, uh, you, I, there's like every now and then there's like, oh, I wish you would sell that one. I wish right, I could buy like, that uh, one. <laughs> like, like seriously. Well, I'll take it on an iPhone. I know every now and then I start going like, oh, I should get my camera out again because I used to shoot on film and then i finally like updated to like a good canon digital Ooh, but nice. the ease of the iphone is just it's so yeah. hard to beat i, I think if i was realistic with myself i'm like i'm not going to be taking a, a full analog camera everywhere i just know yeah. myself yeah. right <laughs> you know Again, knows her. Li- I, yeah. It's just fantastic. So real too. Plus, I got to imagine with the kids and everything, that'd be a little difficult right. to carry all the gear <laughs> yeah, around. Exactly. All the time. That's when I stopped taking photos of my actual camera when I had kids, and then it was like, okay, so I'm gonna travel with my camera and the diaper bag and the bottles and all of this stuff, and it was just the camera was the first thing to go. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, uh, completely understand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, but so uh, yeah, just I, like I really want to stress this for people who aren't following you, and and we've we've going to put you up your social media handles and everything, but Instagram especially, because you're, you're just very inspirational, be it the pictures that you post or the, the, the comments that you leave, or I love the quotes every day and the different things that you do. Um, I just, I think your society needs more people like you, somebody who's been through some stuff, but didn't let it take it down and finds the positive in everything and can somehow, you know, let people know that everything is okay. And I just, if there were more people like you, I think society would be far better. Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, And so everybody follow her autumn underscore research on Instagram. Uh, (laughs) It's like, it's hard not to be inspired by you. So yeah. And and Thank congratulations again on all of the success. Um, so love on the menu. That's uh, tomorrow night. It premieres tomorrow night, uh, seven p.m. Right? I think it's at eight. Eight. Well, I'm oh, in the central, so I always right, say. Yeah. I, think, I think it's at eight. Okay, eight p.m. So seven p.m. my time, but uh, <laughs> or anybody in the central zone. Um, so that's tomorrow, and then uh, again it kicks off. You kick off the play too much sun when March what? Uh, March second. We open next weekend. And l- like I said, just best of luck with the play and everything that you're doing. And um, what we like to do uh, towards the end of the interview is we always like to have because we do have a lot of listeners also that um, are trying to get into the industry or might be scared to take that jumper what advice would you have for somebody trying to get into the industry or maybe what pitfalls to avoid trying to get into the industry um get into acting class so many people get out here and they're like i need headshots and an agent and it's like no you need to learn how to do the job first that's right (laughs) 
You know, it's it's like don't go and get all the tools. And it's like people who are like gonna go skiing and they go buy all the ski gear, but they have no idea. They've never been skiing before. <laughs> That's you know, a great analogy. Like, Hell yeah. Okay, maybe just rent for a little bit. Like get your, <laughs> you know. Um, it's, that's how, that's my advice. Like read everything you can. And I don't mean just necessarily about the industry, just read about stories. Like you're a storyteller. So, um, get to know yourself, go to therapy. I recommend that to everybody just period. Um, and you're going to need it in this industry (laughs) and, um, yeah. And start training. You know, don't worry about all the other stuff. It comes. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. And mm-hmm. we can, we hear that from a lot. Almost all of our guests, that same advice, you know, classes, learn classes and train constantly. Um, who was it? I think William Daniels, Mr. Feeney said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm a professional auditioner. Exactly. You know, you're always yeah. kind of, you know, learning the craft. And so that's great yeah. advice. Um, yeah. Just, we couldn't be more happy that you joined us on the show today, honestly. Yeah. Um, just truly a wonderful person. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for putting positive content out there in the world. Of course. Uh, I mean, you know, I try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not nearly as good at it as you are. I'm learning, but, uh, you know, I try. I think you're great. Oh, well, thank you so much. And so I, nice. Yeah. So nice. Like I said, we're all huge fans. My daughter just loves you. She hated she couldn't be here for the interview today, yeah. but... Um, Aww. So sweet. Well, well, okay. Open invite, by the way. Uh, yeah. If the, uh, you know, we definitely want you to come back on and talk about the next project, uh, and especially the next Hallmark movie, um, or just anytime you want to come on and shoot the shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? anytime. Anytime. Thank Open you. invite. Oh uh, uh, yeah, we like I said, we can't be uh, more appreciative that you came on, and we're gonna let you go because I know you're probably headed back to doing something because you're always busy. So. Um, Back to more rehearsals. There it is. Um, and th- thank you, Autumn. We really appreciate you coming on. Like I said, anytime you're wel- more than welcome. Thank you. It was really nice talking to you guys. You too. Thank you. Take care now. Okay. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye.